Hello and welcome to episode 427 of the Disney Every Week with the Passporter Moms podcast. I'm Jennifer Marks, Passporter author and Passporter mom. And I'm Sarah Varney, travel planner and Passporter mom. The Disney Every Week podcast takes you to Disney every week. We offer tips and advice for all travelers, with or without kids, going to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and destinations in the U.S. and abroad. So this week we are continuing our listener question and answer series, I guess, um, because we had so many questions from last week that they've carried over into this week. And really, we have so many questions. I don't even know if we really will get to all of them this week. Yeah, we, <laughs> There's it, a maybe, long list of things. It, so. it, may become a, it may become a three-parter at some yeah, point in the future. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it's really easy to carry things over, but we're, we're t- trying to take it in the order we receive them. So, you know, the earlier you get your question in, the earlier it gets answered. <laughs> so we'll be doing that. In the meantime, I just have to say, I still don't have a computer. We talked about this last week, didn't we? On oh, the podcast? you poor thing. I'm not sure. Yes. I think yes, so. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, so still no computer, but Ugh. I think I'm going to be getting it back in the next couple days, I think. So hopefully life will return to normal. <laughs> so everyone just bear with me because life is really difficult right now without a computer. I Obviously, I have one. I'm recording the podcast on one, but it is a nine-year-old computer. I looked it up. Nine years old. That's crazy, guys. I can't believe it still works. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, really. It, I mean, if it is, that, it really owes you nothing. <laughs> like, oh, I know. It's, it's, at nine years old. It, yeah. Right. It could, it, like, I had retired it. <laughs> so I had to come out of retirement <laughs> to do this, for which I'm grateful. The Mac Pros, I, don't, I can't speak for the current ones, but the old ones, both of the ones I had lasted a really long time. So, yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's 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 things for me. How are things going for you? Um, we're having our fourth nor'easter oh, yeah, in four weeks. I saw that. I I'm can't. so sorry. I mean, it's technically spring today too, or yesterday. Yesterday, spring. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, happy spr- spring. Spr- happy <laughs> spring in New England. Here's your six to twelve inches of snow. Yeah. <laughs> It hasn't started yet. I'm looking out the window. It has not started yet. It is supposed to start around two o'clock this afternoon. So, it's, is it predicted to be cold, or will it melt in the next few days? Or oh no, it's predicted to be cold. No, it oh, should I'm be sorry. sticking around for what? And in fact, there, there's po- the potential for another storm coming next week. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah. Yep. Welcome right. to New England. I'm However, so I will say this. I will say this. Um, it's it's really bad in other parts of the country, so I don't want to complain too much because I know that there are tornadoes down south and hail and severe thunderstorms, and I will keep my nor'easter um, Norms, over yeah. tornadoes and hail. Yeah, so. <laughs> that that's rough. I mean, that causes a lot of property damage. And, it causes a lot of damage and injuries yeah. and death. So you yes. know, that's a that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, we were just talking about how you know we had like a like a snow slash ice sort of storm a couple of weeks ago that took out our power. And mm-hmm. um, that was very difficult, but you know we're going to be okay. And that's the worst that ever gets here in Michigan. Is like you know snow, snow or ice storms. Like we could mm-hmm. really, really be in a much worse position. And so yeah. we have to count our blessings where we find them. <laughs> yes, yeah, them. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Connecticut is a little more. We get a little more severe weather yes, than you guys do. We do. we do get we do get hurricanes and right. we do get blizzards. Because we we you're get... you're near the. The ocean, the coast, yes. right? Yeah, right. Yep. So, yep. and we're not—we're exactly. very, very far inland. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, unless the Great Lakes suddenly decide to turn on you, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, well, people, look, these days, I yeah, swear, is not outside I, the question. I know. Well, if I lived on the other side of the state near, like, Lake Michigan, where, you know, the weather comes from west to east, I would get lake effect weather, but I don't. So yeah. I don't really, you know, and it is not the same. We you know you're not going to get hurricanes and type, or, or you're not going to get, like, ocean yeah. weather on the Great Lakes. Yep. Just, it's, oh, yeah. more, it's more just like a big, huge amount yep. of water that causes yep. the issue, right? Yep. And then every once in a while, just for good measure, we'll get an earthquake. Oh. Just to make sure we're still paying attention. <laughs> we get those two, <laughs> Not but big they're ones. so Not big ones, right. ones. Yeah. yeah. But so, every once in a while, we'll get one that yeah. you actually can feel. And it's like, <laughs> just to remind you that Mother Nature is in charge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, spring spring is definitely going to come. I mean, the weather here isn't great either, but out in my garden, I see a tiny little green leaf peeking up from the, Uh-oh. from the, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can't tell, but it's, there's a little leaf, a little, you know, something it's sprouting. Something is it. sprouting, right. So, yeah, we, it's thinking you know, about it. Yeah, in April, then maybe there'll be a tiny flower there. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. That's right. <laughs> If we get a lot of snow, it won't be there. It'll be it'll go bye bye. <laughs> All right. Well, we, there's actually a bunch of news this week. I mean, nothing, Lots of nothing news. you know, amazing or anything. Um, I have notes noted here that we already talked about last week, but I know that we didn't. Uh, I know that you posted about the Halloween and Christmas party tickets going on sale in the Surprise. Facebook group, but we haven't yeah. mentioned on the podcast. So it's worth mentioning here that they're now on sale. Which is normally they go on sale May first every year. They go on sale May first, but yes. May May first. Yeah. But this year they're on sale in March. So yay! Yeah. And normally Disney gives us the dates. Like first they announce the dates, right. and then they tell and us the- when the tickets are going to go on sale. This year it was like boom. Here's the dates. Here's the prices. Right. And no, you can't buy them online. <laughs> You have right. to call. You have to call Which in is, until April seventeenth. They won't be available online yeah. until April seventeenth. What is the point? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess for people who are super eager, so that they can get a jump on the normal May first steak. I don't know what they're doing there, at yeah. all. Um, um, and also, what, can we talk about the fact that Halloween starts oh, in August now? No, August seventeenth is not a Halloween time <laughs> at all. That is still very firmly summer, and I don't even uh, want to be yeah. thinking about Halloween. I don't want to see any Halloween stuff. Like, are the parks decorated for Halloween on August seventeenth? I'm they I, they better be because if I'm paying a hundred dollars a ticket to go to a Halloween party, I, there better be some decorations. That, that's crazy. August is definitely summer. That is summer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think of whatever. That's crazy. I, yeah. I have to wonder how popular that will be. Whatever. We'll I, know. See. I know. We'll, we'll see. We'll right? see. The, mark, the market will tell Disney. This is, you know, Disney tries it. And, right. You know, That's if they're right. not selling any tickets, then next year it'll start in September. We'll see. But something tells me people will buy them. <laughs> Probably. Yep. Yeah. That kind of goes back to what we were talking about as far as special things goes. That might be a good topic for us to discuss in our yes. our Patreon. We Because before everybody, for one we before the podcast, Sarah and I were talking about making things special for trips. Yes. And so we yep. have some thoughts on that. So now, yeah. All right. <laughs> some so we have, yeah. rather strong thoughts on what we think about yeah. making things special for That's Disney trips. That's Patreon extra. So if, you, if you're interested in supporting us and hearing our thoughts, like our slightly more, well, much more unedited thought. <laughs> you can uh, go to DisneyEveryWeek.com for details on how to hear those little extras. Yes, awesome. Okay, so I, let's see, staying at Walt Disney World, um, Pirates of the Caribbean has reopened, and um, like the Disneyland changes, the Walt Disney World version 
does not have the traditional iconic bride scene. You know, the we bio- want the redhead. Yeah, right. The bio wench or whatever that was called. So that's been changed. And now the redhead has switched sides to be a pirate, right? So she's red over on the pirate side and talking mm-hmm. about rum and stuff. <laughs> so, so, um, there we go. I'm sure that there, I'm sure there's differing opinions on that, but I'll just have to say that I've always been bothered by that scene ever since I was a kid. So I don't have any issues with it being changed. I'm totally good with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I rarely have issues with changes like that. I, yeah. Times evolve, people evolve, you know, cultural right. mores evolve. And so right. Disney evolves. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Things change. Um, we discussed the resort parking fees last yep. week. Talk we don't about have to those talk about week. that. Yeah. And I don't know, did we talk about Typhoon Lagoon getting its uh, parties? We did. We, okay. Yes, I, okay. We, yeah, we talked about after hours. We know a little bit more now than we did last week. So uh, we now oh. know that it is the H2O Glow right. Nights. Right, yes. Um, and it's on Thursdays and Saturdays right. this summer. Yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. And there's going to be um, some special adult-only areas too. So um, if you want to just hang out with your friends or what or whatever, have a, or have a date night, yep. like there's going to be an adult-only area, like a bar yeah. and a seating area, so you can just do things. And yep. there's going to be a DJ dance party on the beach with games, and it actually sounds like fun to me. I would. It does, and I'm not a water park person. <laughs> yeah, but like the idea of going to the water park in the evening when that sun isn't beating down on you. Um, and, you know, you would be, get to see it in a different light, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? I think it would be fun. I would do this. I would. Do yeah, this. I would, and too. I don't think the prices are unreasonable, either. So, um, I like some things, <clears throat> which, I, you know, I think are a lot. I think that $55 for an evening at Typhoon Lagoon would be fun. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So As opposed to, say, the <clears throat> Christmas party. Oh, I know. It starts at $95. I saw that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, like that adds up so fast when you mm-hmm. have a family, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the starting and price. That's- before tax, and that's starting. At, yeah, and yeah. that's adva- also the advanced price, right? So, yes, that's the advanced purchase right. price. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, and then over at Disneyland in California, so it's tough to be a bug has closed, and the entire a bug's land is going to close in this summer to make way for a new Marvel themed experience. We don't have the details yet on. What that means exactly, like, are there going to be attractions? Is it actually a walkthrough? Is it just, I don't know, a glorified yeah. meet and greet? We don't know that. But well, So we know it's a land. We know, you know, they, they, had, they had previously announced, you know, a new sort of quote-unquote land for Marvel. Right. We but we don't yeah. know sort of the scope or the size. Is it a ride? Is it, a, we, you know, other than that, right. we don't know. But, right. but if they're closing, you know, yeah. Bugs well, Land. You know, and, yeah, I mean, the funny thing, you know, I ever read this and I'm like, Oh my gosh! They just recently opened it. I'm like, no, Jennifer, that was opened when your when your child was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very long time ago. Yeah, now no, at this that point. was a long time ago. Yeah, that's a while ago. It was new when Alex was like one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not new anymore. Not new. No. Um, so what they're doing essentially is expanding the land, like where Guardians of the Galaxy is now, yeah, and the current superhero right. experience. And so that's it, it's going it's to become now that become, whole area. Yeah, 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 which makes sense. It does. I mean it based on the popularity of that versus let's say a bug's land. A bug's I mean, land. I mean which yeah. is really intended for to be a little kids area, but you mm-hmm. know whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so yep. Yeah. So that's the news I have. Do you have any other news? 
no, that was it. It was pretty much just the superhero experience and the parking, which we talked about last week. And I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Let's get into the questions. Yes. Okay. So first question is from Sarah Anderson and she says, what are the best breakfast options at Disney Springs? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> there really aren't any. There really yeah, aren't. Like, There's very few. Does anybody go to Disney Springs for breakfast? I mean, maybe if you're going to spend like the entire day there, right? But I yeah. probably would just eat at my resort and, that, you so, know, and then go to Disney Springs. There actually are a couple of options. So Rainforest Cafe, I believe, oh, serves breakfast. Yeah, I know they do at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, um, I think they do at Disney Springs, but I'm actually not 100% positive. Um, and then I know Earl of Sandwich has some breakfast options. Uh, and I think there's a couple of others floating around, but there really are not. It really is not a breakfast destination. You should right. you should plan on eating before you go to Disney Springs. Yeah, I think that that's, that's probably a better idea. I'm looking at the um, menu right now for Disney Springs just because you – and they don't. It's only lunch and dinner, so yeah. Okay, I, so I it's, would. It's, eat, so it's would, only Animal Kingdom, right? Only, uh, yeah. Right. Animal Kingdom okay. does definitely do that, and that is a nice option if you you know arrive like a little early and have. Mm-hmm. But she's asking about um, you know Disney Springs. I would just eat at your resort or something because yeah, Earl of Sandwich yeah. seems to be the consensus in the research that I saw, especially during weekdays. Yeah, like there are so, yeah. on the weekends. I think Raglan Road might do a brunch on the weekends, and I and I know that. Um, House of Blues does a brunch on the weekends. But during the week, it's pretty much Earl of Sandwich, and that's about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Tracy DeVerry says, I'm thinking of a last-minute cruise for the summer. Is that crazy? We have never cruised before, so I have no idea. Also, would you recommend a Disney cruise at this late a date? (laughs) Or would you recommend another cruise like that? I'm sorry. We shouldn't be laughing, but we're laughing. No, no, no. I'm not laughing at you, Tracy. Jennifer does this all the time. I guess I'm totally not laughing at you, Tracy. Sorry. No, we're laughing laughing at Jennifer. Yeah. Cruising, like playing a Disney cruise for the summer is, for me, not late at all. So that's why it's all. She's like, Um, wow, you're playing in advance. I know, right? (laughs) Do any of them offer ports where we could tour ancient ruins or sites we aren't good at relaxing? Any advice you can give a first-timer at the last minute would be appreciated. So, as I just mentioned, um... Like, I don't really think that's a last-minute cruise, but it's not for me. But it's certainly, for you, if you're thinking this way, then it feels that way for you. But, like, cruising is different than going to Disney World. I mean, it's it's definitely more of an all-inclusive experience, right? It's, And I don't feel that, it's, that unless there's some really specific things that you want to do that are really popular and will book early, it's not the kind of thing that you need to, like... Um, you know, you're not trying to get all your fast passes in advance or anything like that, right? I mean, if you really want to go get a cabana and cast a key, things like that, right? Those well, so are the very, big, the big difference is going to be right. in price. You're going to, with Disney Cruise Line, you're especially in the summer, more. you're going to pay a lot more right. for a last minute cruise over the summer. Correct. Um, right. And that's just, that's, that's right. Because cruise goes without saying. Um, it starts at the lowest price, typically, right? And that's basically the, in the beginning, it's the lowest price and it's got, goes up based on demand as people as book rooms book up instead yes right and now occasionally there are last minute deals right. um right on only on cruises however that are not well sold right so not typically over summer and not typically over any school vacations um right so right. summer is not can you book a last minute cruise yes will you be getting a deal no no right exactly right um so 
you know, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I personally would do it in the summer. I don't think I've ever cruised like technically in the summer. I've done September because like you can get fairly good deals in September because that's mm -hmm. hurricane season. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I just I don't even know. Like, um, but you know, as far as you know, as a so you mentioned, um, are there any ports we could where we could tour ancient ruins or sites because we're not good at relaxing? First of all, there's totally ports that have ancient ruins many mexico. of them do all, all of right. them and all of them are in mexico so it would be a western caribbean cruise so that's a seven night itinerary on disney right i was just thinking of like when we climbed the pyramid ruins right in yes. mexico yep. i don't remember which part it was right now but that is a great place to, to go right but your your comment about we're not good at relaxing i see this I hear this frequently about people who haven't been on cruises before because i think there's this you know, this idea that all you're going to be doing is laying around and relaxing on your cruise because you're not going anywhere, right? You're just on the ship and you're going to get bored. I hear this all the time. And while I'm sure that there are people who do, like that's never, ever been my experience on a Disney cruise or any cruise, actually. I mean, there's always more to do than you could possibly fit in at, at any time. And so... Mm -hmm. This idea that you're going to be bored or that you're going to have to relax all the time, I, it's, it's a first time where you can just dismiss that idea. I'm just going to say, like, that's really not what's going to happen. I know it seems like it, but it isn't. You're going to be busy and have lots to do, lots of options. So that's what I think. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, no. there are tons of activities. And in yeah. ports, you can be as busy or as relaxed as you want to be. So on the yeah. ship, there's tons of activities. But in ports, which seem to be sort of more her concern. Um, there are so many different <laughs> options in the ports, and especially with Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, so you, many. you know, yeah, so many. So yes, you know, if you want to go to Tulum or you know some of those you know ancient ruins in the Mexico port, if you're specifically looking for ancient ruins, again, that's only going to be the Mexico cruises. Those are the Western Caribbean cruises. If, however, what you're looking for is ways to stay active in ports, there are. Yeah, any options. any anyone would would get yeah. that up. There any, is parasailing and kayaking right. and dolphin excursions and tours of different gardens and I mean you name it, it's right. there. Even if you just you're just doing like the four day three or three or a four night cruise to the Bahamas, NASA has a ton of options and many of those are visits to places, so site visits, right? That aren't just laying on a beach. Right? Is so that a plane? Is that a plane going over your? Can you hear that? Oh my yes. Gosh. It's like a helicopter. We're like in the path of the hospital. Oh, that's helicopter. funny. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I can hear I'm it. surprised. <laughs> yes. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Stephanie England asks, I'm wondering about something special I can plan for my teenage daughters for our June trip to Disneyland. We've been to Walt Disney World multiple times, but not to Disneyland. Any recommendations for a dessert party or dining package for special parade viewing, etc.? I'm open to other ideas too. We have three day park hopper tickets. So um, this is what we're going to talk about in our little extra thing. But I, I can actually make one little recommendation here, which is um, they have new paint the night packages available, uh, viewing packages, so parade viewing packages. And I don't know the age of your teenage daughters, but if they're like at all into things that are, you know, at that age where they think it's cool to be like adults. So at the Sonoma Terrace in Disney California Adventure, they have a, um, paint and night viewing package and it's like basically at a you know a very adult I mean kids can go there but it's an adult you know loungy kind of area it's outside it's right next to the walkway um, you know right next to the parade area and they might think that was really cool so it's like a dessert party right so mm -hmm. it's a dessert party and you get to watch the parade from the terrace and that's pretty awesome and they might enjoy that like you know 
look at me, I'm a grown up now, whatever right. kind of thing, right? That's all, I, that's all I could think of, right? For teenage yeah. daughters who might think something was cool. So do you have any thoughts about that? No, but I really feel like if this is your first trip to Disneyland, that in and of itself is so special. Right. That's what's special. Yeah. I wouldn't worry like, about that. That's much, what's special. They're going to be seeing Fantasmic the way it should be seen for the right. first time. Yeah. They're going to be seeing, it's all going to be new. Right. Um, you know, I, yeah. So there, I don't think there's any need to plus it because the whole thing is plused for them. Yeah. It's brand new, right. Yeah, like if you were saying I've we've been to Walt Disney World multiple times and now we're looking for something special to do, I would be like, okay, great. So you're regular visitors. This is something different you right. could do. This is something different. Right. But Disneyland, this is your first visit. It's all new. So right. Right. I might actually resist the urge to try to plan too many special things. Like, yes, oh, if yeah. there's, like Jennifer said, if there's a must-do you want to see, paint the night, do a viewing package. There's also, I think, some fantastic dinner packages at um, right there. Bell Terrace or something like that, right. Riverbell, you know, yeah. So, um, you know, sure, look for dining packages, but. Um, yeah, don't go crazy. I wouldn't go crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Heather Lynn says we're taking our camper to Fort Wilderness, but on our last day, we want to go to the boardwalk for breakfast after checkout time. Can we leave our camper in the Fort Wilderness parking lot or will we be able to park at the boardwalk? So, yes, they have an overflow parking lot at Fort Wilderness that registered guests are allowed to use. It's intended for that first day when your site's not ready or that last day when you still want to go do stuff. So you can leave your your RV there. You should check, you know, just check in with the front desk that they know that it's there. And, you know, you're going to want to have your parking slip thingy in the window. Um I don't know about parking at the bar boardwalk, actually. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a camper. I wish I had one, yeah. so no, I'm not I sure about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think if you have a camper, yeah. the only I, place that you can park it is Fort I Wilderness. would leave it at Fort Wilderness. I think that's yeah. a better idea, personally, don't, than yeah. come back, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, Emily Carlton says, we are staying at the Savannah View at Kidani for our August trip. I know that it can be quite a walk to get to. What are your recommendations for room preference? room preferences that keep us from being too far out of the way couldn't couldn't emily just say i want to be closer to the lobby like isn't it the best way of doing it like simple or near an elevator yeah right elevator is another yeah Yeah. here's the thing though if you're paying for a savannah view room i'm assuming it's because you really want to see animals the closer you are to the lobby it's right you know you might give up a little bit of animal viewing so if, if it's right, decide what's more important to you. Yeah. You kind of got to pick your priorities. If you're doing right. a Savannah view, you know, I, the only request personally I would put on a Savannah view room, if walking is really a big concern is just put me near an elevator. That's probably right. the only thing that I would ask right. for. Yeah. I don't think it's so crazy. I don't, I don't think it's, it's not like staying in, let's say Caribbean beach or Porter right. Lake Riverside when you're like way out in the boonies. I mean, it's not, right. it's not like that at all. Yeah. So, yep. and, yep. you know, and you're inside if it's raining or cold. So <clears throat> it's not so bad. Um, Rachel Cook says, are there any recommended scavenger hunt activities at the parks or Disney Springs? We will have an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old in mid-April. I would just do a sort of the um, Sorcerer's... I can't remember the name of it. The Sorcerer's of the Magic Kingdom? Yes, thank you. Sorcerer's of the Magic Kingdom. I would do I would do that. I think an 11 and 6-year-old would think that was awesome fun. I, I, I really yes. think so. And, and that's the... Um, just so people know what it is. Sure. That's at the Magic Kingdom. Um, and that is the virtual sort of interactive game that yeah, you can like a, do like and you sign game, yeah. yep you yeah. sign up at the um inside the firehouse yep yep at the magic yeah. kingdom yep yep and you get they, they give you free cards it's really cool yeah. i think that you would you would like that um okay megan jenkins says i know you've covered it before but 
As an over-planner, I am trying to take the do less, enjoy more approach to our next trip. And although we have fast passes booked and loosely planned dining reservations, except for a Cinderella Royal Table dinner, we are going to try to play it by ear and let the kids have more of a say in what we do each day. We will be staying at the Yacht Club for five nights and have park hoppers, so I'm hoping with the fantastic pool and some flexibility in our schedule, I can loosen up a bit and not be so focused on fitting in as much as possible. Any other tips for just going with the flow? Um, so I get it. The, the do less, enjoy more approach is definitely, um, not always something that comes naturally to me. Cause I am a very type a planner person. It's mm-hmm. my job. I'm a travel agent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's, it's sometimes it can take a minute to get into that sort of mindset. So I commend you on at least even attempting it <laughs> because it can be hard at Disney, oh, yeah. right? We, right. we feel so much pressure to make plans and book things and do things. Um, and it sounds like you've got a really good start on it, right? You've got some fast passes booked. You've got some loosely planned dining reservations. That's fantastic. Um, what I would say, especially with kids in particular, is it's just really important to pay attention to how you're feeling each day. Look around. Do a quick assessment. Does anybody look tired? Is anybody a little cranky? Is anybody, a, you know, mm-hmm. be willing to go, you know, sort of cater to the worst among you. (laughs) You Right. Right. So if there's one person who's really kind of dragging or really kind of tired, go with their schedule for at least a little while, maybe not the whole time, maybe you split up and maybe, you you know, and that's the other thing that's important to remember, even on family trips, it's okay to divide and conquer. So if some of you are feeling a little more tired, a little more, you know, in the, I just want to hang by the pool kind of way, and others are really still gung-ho, it's okay to split up and come back together. Um, Not every moment of every day has to be spent together. So it's just really about, I think, reading the room, reading the group, um, and seeing where everybody's at. I think that's a really good tip. If you put your focus on your family, right? It sounds like maybe she's going with her family. Like, instead of the focus on cramming in as much as possible, I think it'll be easier to do this. To easier yeah. to, to do, you know, to just to go. I know it is for me, right? Yeah. Now at this point, I'm actually doing okay <laughs> with the do less, enjoy more thing. Um, so things have gotten better. I think it's. I think honestly, it's because I've gotten to a point w- in my life where I'm just so crazy overwhelmed that I just mm-hmm. don't even care anymore. <laughs> yep. That sounds funny, but like I just whatever. I don't even know what to say. So, <laughs> so some things have definitely gotten eased up on that for me. Cause I'm really tight. Yeah. I really am. Um, yeah, but yeah, but uh, if you're focusing on your family then that's like, it changes things, right? It changes mm-hmm. your priorities. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause it's easy to focus on Disney. We're in Disney. Right, right. And so because we're at Disney and it's, if you just kind of flip the mirror a little bit and focus less on where you are and more on who you're with, Mm -hmm. sometimes it changes things. Um, And in your case in particular, if you need a way to sort of quote unquote justify it, you're staying at the yacht club, you've paid for this gorgeous resort, you've paid for this amazing pool, take advantage. Exactly. And just think of it as getting more for your money. Right. Uh, That's a great idea. Sometimes people need the permission to Mm -hmm. sort of think that way. And so if that's what you need, then, you know, think about it that way. Right. Good. Good. Awesome. Um, I see the note from Jesse. We answered that one last week, I think, about picking which park to go on. I must have read them out of order or something. I probably did. Right? We, I think we might have had more than one question about it, I think. Because oh. we did have a question. I don't think it was this. Okay. Do you want me to answer this one? Want me to read this one? Yeah, 
let's read. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's I am okay. Jesse Shibley says, "I am really struggling with choosing which park to go on which day. We will have six adults and three children, and are going over Thanksgiving week this year. It will be the first time most of us have ever gone. I am looking at three crowd calendars, and they all say something different. <laughs> if I won't be taking part in extra magic hours, should I avoid parks that have those? What is the best way to plan which parks to go to during a busy time? Yes. And I remember that when we talked about this last week, we said." If you're looking at three different crowd calendars that you should go with, touring plans. Touring because, plans, yeah, yeah. That's because right. they're the gold standard, and they're the ones that have been doing it all this time, and all the others are copycats. Yes. So they got really solid research behind them. Um, yeah. And that's what, you know, like, you know, I mean, if, if, if you care about the crowd calendar, that's the one right. you should use. Yeah. <laughs> I never care about um, the Oh, that's calendar. right. We did answer this question because we talked about if you're going Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Week, it's just not going to matter. They're all going to be the same. Exactly. Yeah. It's just not going to matter. So it's not going to matter. You, you, yeah. you, right. And I think that we our advice right. was to go back and listen to podcasts about what to do during really busy times yep. and focus on those things rather than yep. worrying about which park because it's not going to matter. <laughs> yep. They're all going to be busy. Right. Uh, Matt Sebrin says, my wife and two kids, ages six and eight, will be visiting Walt Disney World on June 3rd. Oh, sorry. In June for the third time. We will be celebrating my girl's seventh birthday. We have scheduled her for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique at 8.15 a.m. and a lunch at um, Cinderella's Castle. Her biggest wish is to meet as many princesses as possible. So I'm booking a fast pass for Punzel with Tiana. Then we're going to visit Cinderella and Elena. Elena? Sorry. Yep, (laughs) Elena of Avalon. Elena, okay. Is it possible to skip Cinderella and just visit Elena? (laughs) I don't want the magic to be ruined if she knows it's Cinderella looking different than at lunch. I'm not planning to visit Ariel that day either, just in case she's at lunch too. I don't know which other princesses will be at the castle. Any others I'm missing at Magic Kingdom? Mm. Okay, I'm not, so I'm not this, good at visiting princesses. So yes. Oh. Um, the, so here's the thing. We don't know what princesses will be available that day to appear at lunch because princesses have quite busy schedules. And, you know, you just never know when they, you know, have some business they have to attend to in their kingdoms. So um, I would play it by ear. Keep your fast passes, see who's available at lunch, and then sort of take it from there would be my recommendation. Yeah. Um, and as far as the princess is looking any different, uh, she, she's probably talking about their faces, isn't he? Not, I mean, because you can always explain any costume changes. I mean, typically they'll... You know, I think he's, yeah, specifically the, talking the about... The face, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know if a, you know... A, a seven-year-old would even notice, but probably humans are pretty good at facial recognition. So probably, right. yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there'll be a lot going on. It probably would be okay to skip some stuff there. That's yes. a lot to pack in. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking personally that you, you're putting in a lot there. So, um, and also, like, if she's like meeting like if she, if she meets so many princesses they might all just it might just be overwhelming right kind of, yeah it might bl- yeah maybe it's okay I, just to meet a couple and like yeah the, at the magic kingdom i might focus more, special right? yeah at the magic kingdom i might stick with just who you see at the lunch mm-hmm. and then maybe you know on your epcot day make sure that you're seeing anna and elsa over at the frozen meet and greet and then you should have most of your princess bases covered yeah I agree. And I see your note here. I'm going to skip that and come back to it. Um, 
Melissa says, I'm a people watcher. I love to make up stories about people while watching them interact with other people. While traveling with my littles, a twin 11-month-olds, 5-year-old, 13- and 15-year-old, I want to know the best spots to catch some rest with good people watching. Bonus points if any locations are near parent swap rides for the big kids to enjoy. I always do my people watching when I'm like eating <laughs> like or or in like, or like we're, you know like we're sitting down and we're relaxing right and then like seriously that's when we start commenting on everybody <laughs> or greg mm-hmm. in particular he is really really good at like <laughs> coming up with stories about why people are doing what they're doing <laughs> um and it's very amusing but we tend to do that or or when we're just waiting around like but we yeah. don't do it when anyone to hear us because you know we wouldn't want anyone to overhear what we're saying but I don't, we're not saying anything mean. At least I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I am like. I am. I am very straight. But, but I don't know. I don't like. I don't know. Like, it's all the normal places. Like you know, park benches. Like mm-hmm. there's so many people. Right. There's so many people. Like you could do this anywhere, and we have done it everywhere. So, do you have like? Do you do stuff like that? Do you know so, places? Th- Basically, what I look for is I don't have any specific people watching places. Well, no, that's not true. I do. Um, But like you can almost always find me once I've got my gray goose slushy. There's a little sort of walkway that's like behind some trees closer to the lagoon Mm -hmm. um, in the in the France Pavilion. Um, And that's usually where I go to sort of lean on the railing and drink my drink drink and and people watch. Yes, watch people watch. Which is actually a good spot because they're just walking by you. They're probably not even looking at you. So right, and I'm off the beaten path. Exactly right. So something like that is particularly good. But in in but she mentioned parent swap, and so really the key is when you're waiting for the parent swap. Disney's so good about having benches and little places to perch almost everywhere. So just take a look around at your surroundings. Check out maybe it's a low wall, um, you know, look for shade, a bench, you know, some seating of some kind. And chances are, no matter where you are, you're probably not more than 20 or 30 steps away from something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just, just got to look around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I'm going to go to our community corner, but we have something special to announce. I see. Emma, if you're listening, uh, you are going to be going to Cinderella Castle to celebrate your seventh birthday on your trip coming up. So happy birthday. And please tell all of the princesses, especially Cinderella, that we say hi. Awesome. Yay. Happy birthday. Um, Okay. And then we have a celebration from Jody, And she says, for spring break this year, we will be making a trip to Florida to visit family and Walt Disney World again. But before that, we will be staying at Disney's Hilton Head Resort. This will complete our stays at all of the off-site Disney DVC resorts. They each have their positives, and I recommend everyone try to do the same as in, you know, stay at all of them. And she says here, keep up the great work, ladies. You are so awesome. I know that is why so many are willing to support you. Thanks for all you do. Aw, thank you, Jody. Thank have you, Jody. fun on your trip. Yay. Uh, have fun. I love Hilton Head. My parents parents live there. So it's very special to me. And you have another celebration? You said that was Yes, we got okay. another celebration from Caroline. And Caroline, and if it's Carolyn, I apologize, but I always say Caroline for some reason. Hey guys, I actually have an almost year old celebration, but I just recently became a listener. I took my then Disney boyfriend newbie to Disney in 2016 with hopes of turning him into a Disney fanatic like myself. Although he's not quite a fanatic, he did take me back exactly a year later when he proposed on one of Animal Kingdom's private safari tours called Savor the Savannah, which I highly recommend. 
event. I love the podcast and have become a weekly listener. I'm currently preparing for a spring break trip with a friend coworker where we are celebrating teachers on break. Thanks for all y'all do. That's so great. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. That's really exciting. All right. Well, um, I think that that's our podcast. Um, We would like to thank our producers for um, supporting us and our podcast. Carol, Carol P., Tiffany A., and Ginger W. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about the Grand Floridian, right? Yes, Disney's yes. Grand Floridian so, Resort. So, we're continuing our resort yes. review series. Yes, so we're going to go right around the boardwalk. Right around the on that boardwalk, and the Take monorail. Taking the monorail <laughs> from the Contemporary to the Grand Grand Floridian. Okay, um, so that's our show, folks. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for more news and answers, and listen to more podcasts at passporter.com/slash/podcast. Talk to you next week. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. That's right.